It's Fully Threaded Radio, episode 144. Jake and Eric here with our two lifeguards at the pool party. I'm Destiny. I'm Riona. Here at the Fastener Expo, welcome, celebration, gala, festivities. Ladies, thanks for talking with us. Well, let's set the scene now. It's a beautiful night. You're here on the edge watching with eagle eyes. Oh, yes. Always eagle eyes. Never eyes off the pool. That's a that's a lifeguard's job, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's very important. Keeping it so safe. It's pretty crowded tonight. It's usually not this crowded in the water. Are there certain industries that have more drownings than others? I would say ones that involve alcohol, yeah. Well, that would be ours. Yeah. <laughs> that would be ours. Be uh, Jake knows. Yeah. <laughs> be careful out there. It's dangerous. I noticed you noticed the solution industries. Uh, X-ray glasses. I did. What is, do they have powers like Iron Man? Have you seen Avengers? I, it's a wonderful movie, and they do have powers. And uh, yeah, they, well, they're we're not we're not covering that at this point of the podcast. But thank you. Okay. Well, thanks for doing a good job, ladies. And uh, we know where to go if we are in danger of drowning. You got it. We're always here. It's time for Fully Threaded Radio. Well, I'm here with one of our favorite people. Heidi Voltrauer from Volt Industrial Plastics. Ah, and it says new here to Vegas, but you're not new to Vegas, right? You're returning. We're returning. We're, I mean, it's been about 10 years since we've been exhibiting in Las Vegas, so we thought we would give it another try under the, under the new show management. And how's it going? It's going good. It's It's been busy for us. We've gotten some new leads, and um, I mean, that that's all you can ask for from a trade show, as you know. And of course, seeing... Mm-hmm. Customers and let and letting them know what's new mm-hmm. and that type of thing. And what is new over there at Vault? Well, there's a lot of new product we add every day onto the website, so you you can check it out on voltplastics.com. But our newest product line would be the light duty cable clamps, and so um, we just added those last year. So that's our newest actual product line. But like I said, we're adding new product all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. So business good. Business is going really well. Yeah. Of course, you know, it's up and down. You can't really predict mm-hmm. anything. But um, as far as averages, very, very good. Yeah. And you're happy. I yes. got a smile. Now. I'm very happy. <laughs> May not feel that okay. great today, but I'm very happy. <laughs> I'm here with Cindy. And Cindy, why did you come to the show, the IFE, today? Because I'm a new purchasing manager after coming from sales. So I have to look for vendors. Ah, and what vendors are you looking for? Fasteners, Fastener, screws, no. <laughs> bolts, nuts. The whole thing, Yeah. Huh? All right. And anybody give you any kind of tips on who to look for? A, a few. A All few. Right. But I'm, st- I'm just wandering. Today's my first. I just started. I'm wandering. All right. Well, good luck. But I'm looking around. Thank you so much. Position. Gary Davis, it's good to see you at IF19. What's new at AllPro? Uh, life is good. We're doing well. Fashion industry's moving along just fine. Now, you come to these shows, and you come to them. I see at all of them. What are you looking for at this one? Uh, sources other than ones from China. Fair enough. And? Vegemite on my cracker. 
Okay, well, you come to the right place. Now, as you set eyes on this table, set up in front of us, what is your first reaction? That is your mouth watering, or oh, not at all, Eric. Well, I, it is quite attractive packaging. I'm not a good interview, <laughs> but I'm making you laugh. Th- thanks for stopping by the FCH okay. booth, Gary. Don't publicize this conversation, Gary Davis. I'll, all pro fasteners. I'll deny it. I'll deny it. I'm here with Corey, and he's trying Vegemite. What do you think? It's different. <laughs> but it's not bad. It's not bad. Good. And what you've just heard is but a small sample of what's yet to come on this episode of predominantly fascinating talk radio, everybody. Yeah, it's fully threaded radio. Eric Dudas, Brian Musker with you. A small sample indeed, right, Brian? Yeah, sort of like a little... Sample in the packets we were giving away of Vegemite, actually. <laughs> yeah, as you and the lovely and talented Lynn Dempsey did fine service to the industry, I'd say, with the Vegemite, but I think it's time to move on beyond. Well, it's never time to move past Vegemite. <laughs> yeah, what am I saying? We've got a full episode with various clips where Vegemite makes an appearance. But after that, then we're going to give it a rest a little bit, right, Bry? You might, not me, okay? Fair enough. Well, I think you guys did a great job out there with it, and you introduced the industry to a whole new thing, and I'm sure everyone's going to be thanking you. (laughs) They should, okay. Well, those of them that weren't traumatized, yeah. (laughs) Well, those who said they were going to taste it and yet didn't at the last moment. Yeah, we had a whole variety of reactions, and you'll get to hear a lot of that on today's edition of Fully Threaded Radio. It's episode 144. We're publishing quite late this time. We had to scramble once we got back to our respective offices, so this one will go out September 28th, 2019. Thanks for clicking in. We decided to go end-to-end, top-to-bottom with the clips that we collected there. Again, the lovely and talented Lynn Dempsey was in pursuit of the finest commentary that she could get from the show floor. We started at the Eye Candy Lounge ahead of the welcome reception, and we went all the way to the final moments as show attendees clamored over to the FCH booth and sniffed out the last few samples of Vegemite. (laughs) I hope that you were serving it up correctly at that time. I think you would have approved. That's right. You and Lynn skipped out a little bit early this time to head off down the road. You had some travels. I hope they went well. But overall, this year's International Fastener Expo was certainly a success. Yep. We had fun, actually. And the success is really measured in the people that you get to meet. Sometimes there are companies you've known for years, and sometimes there's actually totally new ones that step up, and it's a great variety. Very true. I met quite a few new people this year, so I was really happy about that. A lot of old friends as well, and some of our very fine sponsors. And Brian, you know who they are. Yes, I do. And we're lucky to have them. The title sponsors of Fully Threaded Radio are Stillfast and Brighton Best International. Stillfast, for service you deserve and people you trust. And Brighton Best International, tested, tried and true. Also sponsoring Fully Threaded Radio are Buckeye Fasteners, BTM Manufacturing, Eurolink Fastener Supply Service, InSQL Software, International Fastener Expo, ND Industries, Parker Fasteners, Vault Industrial Plastics, The Worth Group, and Solution Industries, home of Solution Man. 
And fortunately, at this last show, we're very lucky to, and even on my part, to meet most of these sponsors. I ran around at one stage before the show started and met all, I think Parker I wasn't, I didn't get to, okay? But we're very lucky to be connected with them. I went over to the Parker booth several times and finally caught Matt Boyd, snagged a couple of those awesome pens too, Bry, so... I got nothing. I didn't snag one single thing except a set a sample of um, inserts from my mate Steve Shaper over at Easy Lock. Okay, don't worry. Lynn's got a whole bag of stuff, and the crate just <laughs> arrived here. So when you come next time, you got all your goodies. Good. There were many to go around. International Fastener Expo happened September seventeenth through the nineteenth, twenty nineteen. We're going to hear a ton about it, and this is one of those shows where. You get a lot out of it if you went to IFE or even if you didn't, because if you did, there was still a lot of stuff that you missed. This is going to be our perspective, our slice at it. There was so much going on that we never got to. So everyone's got their own perspective. You get to hear ours, and it's a little bit different from what we've done in years past, but I think this is going to be a good one, Bri. Okay, cool. Let's go. Folks, you can let us know what you think of today's episode of Fully Threaded Radio at the email address ftr at fullythreaded.com. We're also out there on Twitter where the handle's Fully Threaded. Before we dive into all the IFE stuff, Bri, we were talking on the podcast last episode about fastener dogs, and Rick (laughs) Perkhouse from Specialty Fastener Manufacturing down in Florida tweeted out a shot of him heading off to the shop with his fastener dog, Dez, riding shotgun. Didn't you catch that? I did not, but I'm a little bit behind at the moment in my Twitter stuff, okay? Oh, yeah, I should have known. Yeah, I know, but (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Well, it was a pretty cool shot. Thanks for sending that out, Rick, and we always love to see the fastener dog shots. I think we might have a cut. We might have to be a little careful for a different fastener dog at the moment. We've got sort of Nick the fastener dog floating around, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Well, he was just jumping up and down at the door because our crate from Vegas showed up on the doorstep here just a little while ago. So hopefully the deliveries are done for the day, but we do love our fastener dogs. (laughs) Well, Bri, before we dig into it, there's one piece of news from the show floor that I know most people are dying to know, and that's the color of this year's Stellfast Monkey. Yeah, you're right. We had this year's monkey perched high atop the FCH booth as usual. Were you shocked? I was shocked it actually stayed there because we had that once before and it got nicked one night. Was I shocked at the color? Yeah, no, I don't know. If you didn't see it out on Twitter yet, folks, this year's Stealthass monkey was just peachy. Actually, it was a peach color. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Peachy clean. Yeah, and we saw tons of them walking around, peeking out of backpacks. and Yeah, stuffed into people's bags, all sorts of things. You're right. The tradition continues, and our tradition of bringing you wall-to-wall Vegas coverage continues in a minute. It's Fully Threaded Radio. Brian and Eric, Fully Threaded Radio. It's Fastener Dog-Approved Talk Radio for the Fastener Industry. Need fasteners? 
fully threaded radio listeners know that Stellfast offers over 12,000 fastener items direct from stock, including bolts, cap screws, nuts, screws, and washers in a variety of finishes. Per print, specials, and standards, Stellfast has been a global sourcing leader since 1972. As an ISO-certified supplier with facilities across North America and Asia, each member of the Stellfast team is dedicated to supporting fastener distributors with the highest quality products and service possible. That's why the motto remains, for service you deserve and people you trust, it's Stellfast. At Brighton Best, we continue to expand our wide range of products, including stainless steel and metric fasteners. Our family of brands include Preferred, US Anchor, and Ironclad Performance Wear. BBI has been a trusted partner since 1925. With award-winning hand tools, gloves, and drywall screws, BBI is the largest master distributor of fasteners in the USA. Tested, tried, and true. We are Brighton Best. To learn more about Brighton Best, visit brightonbest.com. I need 5,000 three-quarter, 10 by 9 and three-quarter grade 8 zinc yellow tap bolts right away. But they're not a standard size. Solution Man, Ken. I carry a wide variety of sizes and I can quickly cut them to any length. See Solution Industries' website for details at solutionind.com. Using your bare hands? I do use a saw and smaller parts, actually. S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N, S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N. Solution Industries. We are Solution. This is Michelle Richards with the Olander Company, and you're listening to Fully Threaded Radio. Jake Davis, BTM Manufacturing. Here we are at this this welcoming bastion. I gotta say, the party's just starting. Uh, I don't know. I'm, uh, I don't know if it's okay to ask you this on uh, live podcast, but uh, you're looking a little disheveled over. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I feel a little disheveled. Yeah, uh, you know, I I had the brilliant idea, save a little time this morning. Thought I'd skip the shaving. Yeah, like 21 hours ago or so. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then I totally uh, forgot about it. I went to the tariff meeting for a little while, and then I realized uh, I totally botched it. So that's the story you're going with. Yeah. So uh, nothing last night that you want to talk about right oh, now. Oh no, no, not at all. Okay. Well, uh, well to- behaved. Tomorrow's the first day of the show. You always look good. You always look sharp. BTM Manufacturing is always a great booth, and uh, I know. And no matter how this party goes tonight, we got some U-Ball blend to, to pull us through. Absolutely. We've got, uh, you know, lesson learned. I ordered more U-Ball blend this year for both days. And then uh, we also got uh, a reveal that we're going to be doing uh, at the show tomorrow morning that another way for us to share our coffee with all of our fastener friends. Now this is exciting. All right, Jay, we're, we're going to catch you tomorrow. Life 2019 is just underway. Good to see you. Good to see you, brother. I'm here with Rich Kavoto from Metric and Multi-Standard Components. Let's talk golf. That was a mouthful, wasn't it? I know. Yeah, we had a great day yesterday at the uh, Bally High Golf Course here in Las Vegas, and uh, my three partners and I were fortunate enough to uh, come out on top. It was a great day and a great event. Who were the three partners? We had Jason Bertone, Bob Bear, 
John Gaudet and myself. And what did you win? We won a nice bottle of uh, Johnny Walker Black and $200 each. Wow. Is there any Johnny Walker left? Well, the Johnny Walker, I'm going to give mine to one of my coworkers in New York who's a Johnny Walker fan, but I don't think anyone hit the Johnny Walker yet, but it's still early, uh, so you never know. All right. So tell me a little bit more about the golf game. How was it? I mean, where was it, and how was the course? Well, it, it was good. It was right next door at Bailey High. Uh, started at 8 o'clock. The weather was perfect. Um, Jason Bertone, who uh, isn't very tall but can hit the golf ball a really long way, and uh you know, I play quite a bit myself, so I had a few good shots, and so did John and Bob. So it was good. The course was a beautiful course. They did a great job of setting it up. This is the first year, and it probably will be a success, successful next year with the turnout they had this year. There was over 100, I think 110 golfers. Wow. So let's switch to metric and multi-standard. What's new? You know, we brought in some new products, some uh, 12.9 full-thread studs, threaded rod, 10.9 studs, bringing in some some pins and some new pins, and just we're kind of expanding our product line as much as we can to, uh, you know, our niche is more the BC-type items, so we want to make sure we have all the BC-type items uh, in, in stock. So business is going pretty good. I think everyone had a pretty good first half and seeing a little bit maybe a, a slowdown here in the uh, third quarter. But Well, congratulations on the golf. Thank you very much. Bill Armstrong, MPT. You were out there on the links today. You had some good company. You, you shot real well is what I heard. Yeah, we shot 11-under. We uh, played with uh, Tom from Cambridge, uh, John Riddell from Solution Industries, and uh, Rob from Insequel. And I'll tell you what, Rob can hit the heck out of a ball. I mean, he crushes the ball. That's why they call him Big Country, man. I, I never do. I heard that a couple times a day, and now that you said that, I'm like, well, I can see why. Yeah, it was a, fun, a great course. You know, airplanes are flying over the top of us. I mean, it, they, they put on a good show, without a doubt. Yeah, well, you're hanging with the right guys. Now, uh, Rob wasn't trying too hard to sell you Insequel uh, during the day, was he? He actually never said a word about the software. <laughs> And, and my, my business is all on index cards. I have no software whatsoever. Yes. So, you know, he could have pushed it. Maybe he'll try to get me down the road. But, yeah, it was a great, just a great day. I mean, we, everybody was sort of hungover in the morning. And once we warmed up, we started playing really good golf. And it was a good day. Uh, God bless you. So what else? What are some highlights of the day? Uh, <laughs> well, we decided every time we get a birdie, we do a shot. So, you know, for like I said, first five holes, we part. And then after that, out of the next 13 holes, we had 11 birdies. So, yeah, it was a... <laughs> <laughs> we had a, we kept flagging down the car girl, so it was a good day. So who was really on fire today? Oh, it was Rob. I'm big country. I mean, oh, he hits a crap out of the ball without a doubt. Yeah, it was it was fun watching him play. I mean, he would hit a ball, we'd just go up in the air and just kind of keep on going. Now you're here at the Vegas show. Do you come every year? Uh, no, about once every three or four years I stop on by. I mean, my son plays football for the University of Cincinnati, so we've been traveling the last three years going to his games. Now, F usually comes with me, but we had our first grandson born uh, about three weeks ago, so she's helping my daughter take care of the grandson, and so here I am at the show by myself trying to behave. Congratulations. Uh, I don't know. I'll talk to you in a couple days, though, about the, the latter. Now, uh, what are you hoping to achieve here at the show? Well, every time I come to a show like this, I always try to find, you know, one new vendor that that you know maybe I haven't been able to get any business from, uh, you know, quoting parts, and we haven't had much luck. So I try to find somebody that hey, to try to fill that need to try to get these uh, parts that I haven't been able to be successful on. And then of course, seeing all the guys that uh, you know I talk to a lot, and I've been doing this for what 35 years now. So 
it's uh, a lot of good friends, and it's great to see these people at the show. And you know, there's one little chance. I mean, I know a lot of times with these shows out here in, in Vegas, a lot of guys that work the booths are some of the sales reps from the West Coast and this and that. But every once in a while, you'll come across a booth where there's the guys that you deal with on a phone. And I, and I, even though I own a business, I still work my desk all day long, so I do talk to the people on the inside and that. So I do love to get a chance to appreciate what these guys have done for me and help me out. So this gives me an opportunity to do that. And I know that you are working the desk because I see your name fly across the FCH Sourcing Network occasionally. I thank you for being out there. Oh, without a doubt. It's a great it's a great place to go. As soon as I can't find a part, the first place I go look is, is the FCS. So. Appreciate that a lot, Bill. Well, it's great to see you. Take care, man. Good talking to you. Cool. That's good. When you come to the eye candy in Vegas, you never know who you're going to run into. And here's Dave Audio with GL Hewitt, president of the NCFA. Hey, man. Hey, how you doing? Putting a little padding down before the big event. Yep, yep. Yeah, we're kind of excited this year, you know, especially like you mentioned, this is my first year as president of NCFA. And you know, I'm really excited for Marty this year, you know, getting inducted. Um, I just think it's a great thing. You know, we've got a couple of... Uh, pavilion type areas tonight at the at the reception um he's excited he deserves it so i just kind of wanted to plug that a little bit yeah we're going to be cabana boys a little yes. bit later yeah, on for marty that's <laughs> yeah absolutely and uh, so gl hewitt you guys are huge supporters of the vegas show and what are you going to be promoting this year well i'll tell you what obviously you know besides our products and that kind of stuff we've got a, a little bit of a twist this year we've actually got a booth that has a bunch of speakers and guitars our owner's son tommy o'keefe is an aspiring national artist. So he's going to be in our booth tomorrow from 1 to 3 doing a jam session. We've asked a lot of our customers that are, you know, kind of musically inclined, stop in, jam with us. So it, it should be a lot of fun. So stop by 1431 tomorrow if you get a chance. All right, GL Hewitt doing something a little bit different. Cool, very cool. Well, thanks, Dave. Good to see you. Have a great show, man. You too. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Paul Vittori, Socket Source, you're just having a great time at this party, I could tell. Ah, it's really awesome. You know, it's funny, I've been coming to these things about 35 years straight, never miss one. But I noticed that I don't recognize that many people anymore because I'm the old guy, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't, we won't talk about that. This is for fun. I might hold the record. Wait, you hold the record for what? For the most consecutive shows, fastest shows. You've been coming to these a long time, huh? Yes. Started in Columbus, Ohio, the very first one. What are you here for this time? I saw your booth while I was setting mine up. What do you hope to get out of this year's show? Well, we're, we expanded our manufacturing, and we're getting more into uh, uh, socket products, uh, specifically socketed captures. We got an AS9100, so we're uh, we're doing aerospace quality now. And, it's really awesome. We're having a good time. I'm guessing you're going to succeed because, let's face it, you've been at it a long time. Hey, you look you look great. You look great, Paul. You've been you've been working out. Trying to, trying to work out all the time. You know, it's like it's survival of the fittest at our age or my age. You're still a young guy. Fittest, yeah, so. clearly, clearly. <laughs> good to see you, Paul. Good to see you too. Awesome. Now, for the record, I just want to note that I saw Jake Davis on the first day of the show, and he looked very freshly shaven. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure he's going to appreciate you pointing that out. Yeah, he looked sharp during the show. Squeaky clean, you could say. <laughs> and that U-Bolt blend coffee was smooth and very well needed. Right. Yep. <laughs> Brian and Eric back with you, your online Fastener Amigos. Those were some of the sounds that we've heard so far in the podcast of the very beginning of the Fastener show this year. And... Emerald brought back the golf tournament, which a lot of people thought was a good thing. 
Yep. There were 26 foursomes, and it, so that's a pretty nice turnout, I'd say. Yeah. Congratulations to the winning team, Cavoto and Bob Bear, Jason from Fast Comp, and Johnny G also from Metric and Multi-Standard. Now, we heard from Bill Armstrong also, whose team wound up coming in third. It was pretty tough competition. I think they shot an 11-under. The winning team took a 16-under. But Bill did not come away empty-handed as he was the winner of this year's Fully Threaded Radio Golf Award, which, if you've been listening to this show for very long, you know that that's a 30-pack of bush light and an attractive FTR golf hat. Very attractive (laughs) and very sought after, I might say. And very rare at the moment. Yeah. This is the last hat, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Then we're out. We have to order some more, Bri. Anyway, I talked to Morgan, and he said that they agreed over there at Emerald. The golf outing was a success, and they're going to line it up for next year bigger and better. And with that, the welcome reception took place. According to Emerald, it was the heaviest attendance ever at a fastener show welcome reception. But I have to say, the way they had it laid out and organized, it didn't feel that way. It felt very nicely attended, but not overcrowded. So thumbs up from me. Yeah, well, it was in stark contrast to the one last year, which Morgan knew that I complained about a bit. Um, and the one of the big differences was, of course, it was, you know, we're in daylight saving time still. So it was still sort of light when it all started. And you could sort of find your way around without tripping over people and it weren't like big blocks of people barring your way getting around. You could actually could move around pretty easily. It was good. The Hall of Fame winners and a couple of companies, couple of associations had the cabanas this year, which was nice. There were a few hand-rolled cigars being given out, but I didn't partake. Did you grab one of those, Bri? Um, well, I don't smoke cigars, but Lynn picked one up actually for the one of our neighbors who'd smoked cigars, and he was very, very appreciative of it. She's so thoughtful. <laughs> right. I wasn't that thoughtful. But, yeah, it was good. We caught Marty up there and Baron. Then we raced off to something else. I saw someone else walk past I wanted to talk to. So normally I don't go near the cabanas that much. I think the clips that we're playing do a pretty adequate job of conveying the excitement that was going on. But there was a lot of energy, and it led nicely into day one. We're going to play another clip now, which is a montage of interviews done by myself and the lovely and talented Lynn Dempsey. And you'll note that I don't, that I don't do any of the interviews because I'm stuck in the booth, okay, as Marty knows very well. Yeah, we all know, Bray. <laughs> I just want to, belab- I just want to <laughs> go on. I don't want to belabor the point, really. Yes, but this year, even you appear on some of the interview clips because we had the Vegemite Challenge going on in the FCH booth this year. And like it or not, your voice was picked up during some of those. So listen closely, folks. You might even hear Brian Musker on some of these. Explaining how you actually eat Vegemite. Right. Very important to know that. Yeah, it's a very complicated process. Some of our guests were probably not up to it, but you and Lynn helped them along. You did an admirable job. It was fun. It's predominantly fastener-related, folks. Fasteners, Vegemite, where else but fully threaded radio. Let's play this clip of day one interviews. Well, I'm at the Lindstrom Stellfast booth. Bernie, you're looking good. You just showed me a great musky picture. Good to see you. Congratulations on that fish, and congratulations on a great-looking booth. Well, thanks, man. Not as good-looking as you, but uh, (laughs) happy to be part of the program. 
I'm looking at the sign that sits on top of your booth here, and it's yes. proudly Lindstrom Stellfast Mega. Right. I think a lot of listeners might not be as familiar with Mega. Tell us. So Mega is the manufacturing division for the Lindfast Solutions Group, and what we do is specialize in uh, the large diameter long length products primarily in our large well-equipped machine shop we have a multi-million dollar inventory of blanks both inch and metric all grades uh, we can do uh, threading special thread length special hardening uh, all secondaries finishes coatings patches uh, we'll do as few as one piece if the truck's in the ditch we'll get it done overnight for you whatever we have to do so and the business is going really well we're getting a lot of attention and uh and this will certainly hope to help how do listeners get more info or contact you to do business on that front yeah interestingly enough um you can get uh, your information by calling the uh the Stellfast brand or the lindstrom brand on our 800 numbers and uh the people on the desk at those locations will be more than happy to uh to take care of that business for you. You don't have to call Mega Direct. We'll deal with it with your one call to uh, your sales representative on the Lindstrom or Stillfast desk. So easy. The least resistance for the customer. Right on. A good way to go. Well, another good way to go is the show's earlier this year in the year. So for guys like us, that means that the fall can be spent maybe chasing more of those big fish. What do you think? You going to get back out there? I'm going to try. I'm a, I'm a big bow hunter, so I'm kind of torn between the two things. So but uh, love the outdoors like yourself and uh, to you know everybody else that, that likes that. It's a special time of the year. It sure is, yeah. Well, uh, good to see you, Bernie. We'll, we'll be telling more fish stories next time around. Sounds great. Glad to see you here. All right, I've stopped by one of our favorite customers, EFC International, and I'm with Joyce Gerber. And tell us what's new over here at EFC. Uh, one thing we are showing at the booth this year is uh, something with plastic clamping solutions. And it's a perfect solution for non-conductive and non-corrosive application requirements. If you're interested in this type of clamping, it's a nylon hose clamp. We have double grip and an easy clip low profile plastic hose clamp. Um, also, maybe you didn't know it, but there's a plastic worm drive hose clamp that's available to you. So we are stocking um, different sizes, so come on by and check it out. Okay. Highlight of Vegas so far? Uh, it's good to see customers, and we've had rep meetings, had a full day of those. Um, so booth's been pretty busy. Looking forward to seeing others today. All right, I am over here at Ken Foraging because they are great supporters of all the shows. All the shows that we've attended, we always see your name on bags or you're just great supporters. So thank you for that. Well, you're welcome. And it's great to uh, have the opportunity to attend the shows and uh, give our customers a chance to see our product in person along with our sales staff. And uh, so we're happy to be here. And it's a very good show for us every year. And I'm talking with... Ken Kovach. All right. So tell me, I'm not sure what you guys do, so tell me what you do. Well, we uh, actually, we have uh, forging hammers and uh, a variety of them, different sizes to make any size product from just ounces up to 200 pounds. And uh, it's all melted and manufactured uh, in the U.S. material. And we do all of our operations in the United States. And we're proud of that. And and that's one thing we get to uh, uh, explain a little further to our customers uh, that come and see us at the show. So it's all domestic, and um, we're just happy to be able to uh, to be here in such a great venue and and, uh, and visit. Michael Topoleski, 
Perigee Manufacturing Company. And he's one of our uh, many favorite customers of FCH Sourcing Network. Tell us, how's the network working for you? FCH Sourcing Network has been a really positive thing for our company. It has generated a lot of business. Unexpectedly, it's been much better than we expected. So it's been a huge positive for our company. And what's new? I see you're here. We're here at the Vegas show still, and I see all the stuff. Anything new over here? So we've expanded into our product line. We've added manufacturing capabilities and look forward to growth in, uh, into 2020. Thanks, Mike. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, the education session, and I'm here with the speakers, and the speakers today of e-commerce, the digital footprint, changing the digital footprint, are Lisa Kleinhandler from Product Genius Technology, and Chris Young, the CEO of Product Genius Technology. And you guys did an excellent job up there. Overall, what was your goal? To educate the industry on the fact that there is an issue out there that they need to address, and it has a lot to do with technology, data, and digital transformation. And if they don't change in the next three to five years, they're going to have problems. And that's absolutely true, and I think that came across very well. Amazon effect, every you know, the two words everybody hates to hear, but it's the truth, Isn't right? It? Right, and we do need to consider um, Amazon. They've made tremendous headway in the industrial distribution market, and as I explained, it is still highly fragmented, which makes us very vulnerable to a technology powerhouse like Amazon. Um, and if they've already been able to accomplish as much as they have in a, a 10 short years, we can only imagine what it will look like in 10 years from now. So it's important for both distributors and manufacturers to make changes today. They don't have to be, you know, they don't have to do everything at once. We understand budgets are an issue, but it's important to get started today. Thanks, ladies. Again, I'm over here at the educational sessions, and we just finished one on e-commerce, and I'm here with... Christian Bach. From? Guatemala. Okay. And the company? Multimaterials. Uh, Roberto Cruz, same company, same country. Okay. <laughs> All right, and why did you attend today's session? Uh, we've been interested for the past year and a half on transforming into a digital platform. Our webpage is more than six years old. We haven't modified it. We haven't done anything, and we know we have to do it. Uh, it's just been a difficult run, you know, how to how to do it. So any right. new ideas, you know, are, are very welcome. This seemed very interesting, and it was very interesting. And when you have so many SKUs, it's very difficult to run run an, an eBay. Uh, electronic platform but uh this this really opens up ideas and i think it'll be something positive for us great thanks for talking with me thank you you're welcome nice to meet you rob lapointe from aim testing laboratory and i'm sorry i missed your educational session which was it was uh fastener testing for fasteners and a closer look at metallography or metallurgy wow big audience yeah, it was, there was probably about a third of the seats uh, filled. You had that many people for yeah. that topic, yeah, it was, so it was that's a good. good. Crowd and, and they seemed interested, and they, everybody got a prize. They got a, uh, a metallurgical sample, which was kind of cool, and 
So can you give it to me in like a nutshell what your talk was about? Because I'm sorry I missed it. Yeah, so we went over the most common tests for fasteners, which involve mechanical testing, chemical testing, environmental testing, um, and uh, metallurgical testing. So, And then we uh, talked a little bit about each of those categories and the types of tests that uh, are in those categories. And then we went a bit deeper into the metallurgical tests. Uh, the metallurgical tests uh, consist of looking at the metal structure, looking at uh, the grain size, the grain flow, uh, especially when you upset uh, like the head of a fastener or the thread of a fastener, you're upsetting, you're moving metal around. And that has to create an even nice flow into the rest of the metal that didn't get upset. Um, so uh, in a laboratory, they'll take a cross-section, they'll polish and, and uh, get a nice mirrored finish on that on that section and then etch it so they can see the, the structure of the metal and they'll be looking for flow lines. Uh, so that's a that's a big test. Is it common to mess up the flow lines where you have troubles? It could be, if and especially if the, uh, the heading machine, whether it's a cold header or hot header, is not functioning correctly. Maybe there's issues with the dies uh, on the machine. That could be a potential problem. And it's typically not discovered unless you do a test like this or if it fails in a tinsel test, such as the head pops off, and, the, and then it might be a, an investigation. Well, why did the head pop off? And then you may discover that you have a bad flow. Well, I'm sorry I missed it. I had to run the booth for the time. Next time, I'm going to catch you on well, sure. I'm here with... Nancy Rich, Midwest Fastener Association, and... CIFA and New England. <laughs> and why are you at the IFE? <laughs> because I like to be the places where we find our fastener industry friends and we can network and the face-to-face -face networking is the best kind. Ah, and so tell me what's new over there. MWFA is pretty busy right now. They're getting ready to award their scholarship, so applications are coming in quickly. And we have a PPAP and a corrective action seminar coming up in October. And we also have a fun event where we're going to tour Stern Pinball. Oh, and watch them make that. pinball machines and then go have some beers at Hoffer House in Rosemont. I saw that. We've got that inv invite. Yes, it's a, that's very cool. And New England has a Fastener Fling coming up in October, their fall golf outing, so they're gearing up for that. And Then it's Christmas. Oh, don't say that. We don't want to be there yet. We were just there. I know, but it's, there. it's coming. I know. I think we should do that every other year, but that's yeah. a whole other issue. You are so busy. You do your job so well. Well, thank you. I appreciate the support we get from all our members in the industry. It makes it more fun. Yes, I, I agree. How about the guys winning first place? Okay. Most of the Chicago boys there. Oh, they made our association <laughs> proud. <laughs> we may not hear the end of it, but I'm glad they did. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Good talking to you. Thanks very much. Okay. All right, I'm here at the IFE, and I'm with... Anwar Mora from Maximum Fasteners. Yoel Leon with Maximum Fasteners. Andrew Estrada with the Interfast Group. All right, and you're all here at the show, and you're all guests. So what's the goal of today? Why'd you come? For better pricing. <laughs> uh, to visit with our current suppliers and see about developing others. Uh, one of my goals here today is to get the exposure with customers and to let them know that we're here to service their companies and everything that we do as far as importing fasteners. All right, and you're at you're in our aisle, so you've gone like 10 aisles. So how did you find the show? What did you like? 
Uh, so far, there's a good turnout. There's a lot of different uh, suppliers, different products that we weren't aware of. That I do see a lot of customers here and establishing and continuing to establish new business relationships with new customers. All right, fellas, thank you. Heather, Teresa, and Faye from Crown Screw and Bolt, Indianapolis, Indiana. We are here for sourcing, looking for new suppliers, looking for new products, and good prices, of course. Good prices. <laughs> ah, good prices. Okay. And, and we find some really good vendors here. Every really time good. we come, yeah, we find yes. something like, oh my gosh, we didn't know that. Yeah. So you either find something that you didn't see before or that it does something you did not know it does. Right. So and that's really why good. you keep coming right. back. Well, and we're it's a party, but yeah. yes, you, it is yes. very educational. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is but. I'm here with Alvin Buffalo. And your name of the company? Buco Puller. Oh, all right. And uh, we were at the BBI reception and we were at a table and they could not stop talking about this big tool. Your logo is the big tool in the little box. So please tell me what this tool is. This tool extracts concrete wedge anchors that are already set in the concrete. The, it comes in two pieces, an inner and an outer piece. Screw the inner piece onto the bolt until mm -hmm. you can't screw it on anymore. Insert the outer piece over the inner piece. And then start tightening the nut and the washer down with the inch and an eighth inch box end wrench or the impact wrench. And it'll pull that concrete ridge anchor out. So I don't have to break it. Off. All right. So I don't have to drill it out anymore or cut it. Don't have it. to drill it and mess up the concrete. But you end up with with the original hole that you drilled for that anchor bolt. Wow. Now who invented this? I did. Wow. So where, if people wanted to know more about it, um, what's the website? What do they do? Website fukupuller.com. Perfect, and I uh, and fully threaded will have this information if more people want to do it. But I'll tell you, this was the talk of the table. A guy had one, and he was talking all about it. So That's great, great. great and news. you're new to we're Vegas here, we're new so to Vegas. We're new to the industry. All right, we just came. I developed it last year, and we just came out with it. It's just starting to get into the market. And is your background fasteners? My background is an iron worker. Ah, okay. And you had to deal with a lot of we them. We had to deal with a lot of them. <laughs> set them too, too shallow or set them too deep or in the wrong place. You know, I had to move okay. it over a little bit or something. So. All right, good. Well, we, I wish you luck. And if this, you know, like I said, it was the talk of the table. Thank you very much. Okay. That's good, good news to hear. All right. <laughs> it is. By the way, you come across wonderfully well. Audience. Very demure and very, very refined. Okay. Yes. Do you not find that? I I find that absolutely right. And we're here with um, Bryce Campbell of Bryce Fastener. All right. Yes. So Vegemite is a byproduct of the brewing, a process of brewing beer. Okay. So when they have the still and they heat all that stuff and all the alcohol comes out the top, what's left is this yeast mixture that looks sort of rather disgusting, and they decide they'd process it and make a breakfast thing. They're not feeding it to the dogs? No, they don't. No. No, they, the they feed it to people. And this <laughs> and is Vegemite. And it's got all sorts of really good things in it. And if you grow up there, you love it. And most other people think, ooh, what is this crap? Okay? okay. But right. This is Vegemite. All right. You always put some butter on the 
toast and first the, then you go with rice. Okay. Here's this. So, here's some right. butter. I usually like everything, so you're going to have to. This is have different. You're going to have to yeah, really uh, very high in vitamin B and stuff. Okay, it's about vitamin right. B. Is that it? Yep. Okay. Does that compensate for all the coffee I've had this morning? Um, <laughs> no, the alcohol you had last night. <laughs> Didn't have any of that. Oh. A restless well, night this though. This will help you. <laughs> You wouldn't put any more than that. Oh, you wouldn't put any more than that? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just a light That's it. No more. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. All you're right. Fine. We are. So no, it's no, the no moment. We're no. going to watch Bryce taste it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what do you think? What are your first impressions, Bryce? Yeah. You yeah. look like what I looked like when I yeah. first tried it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to eat it. You don't have to eat it. I eat this every morning. Every morning. Well, every it does, it does morning. have an aftertaste. It seems like it's got something to it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Good. You don't have to. You could throw and, the rest of it. Is that the reason why you sound funny after you've been there for so long? It's nothing to do with Vegemite. Here's Chris Wharton from Northern State Supply eating Vegemite. Up, thumbs down. It's all right. Not oh, bad. Not bad. Not oh. bad. You could go and live in Australia. <laughs> you'd be happy Is there. Supposed to be bad? <laughs> yeah, you'd be happy there. Yeah. I like Chris's question. Is it supposed to be bad? <laughs> well, that's good. All the barley stuff that they still heat it up, and it all that alcohol and beer boils off. Chris, there's a. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> The sludge, which they process in the Vegemite, that's what it is. You're eating sludge. Yeah. Oh, I'm still at the BBI reception. It's a very good reception, and I'm here with... Teresa Taylor from Champion Bolton Supply. Doug Taylor. All right, so there have been guests at the reception and also at the show so let's talk about the show what did you uh, what were your first impressions really good I was glad to meet some of my vendors and we saw some new products that were really interesting too that I'll take back to work and lots of pens did you find anything different from have you been to the show before I should add this is the first time that I was at the show but I've been around fasteners all my working career and I was actually really impressed with some of the innovations that some of the, uh, the vendors have come out with. One guy in particular, he just blew me away. Really? Who is that guy, Can we say? Um, he, it, it was an invention for like a lock ring that went on a bolt that kept the nut in place. It looks like a helicoil that goes on a bolt, but it actually retains a nut in place. And they're reusable. You can either get them in stainless steel or you can get them in a galvanized plate. So it actually keeps the nut from backing back off of the bolt. It was very innovative, and I looked at that and went, wow. So, does that mean we'll see you here next year? I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to come back. And one of the things I did actually want to go to was the um, Product Genius talk, and I could understand what it's all about. Yeah, Chris and Lisa there, they sounds like had a pretty good session, and they were talking about their new digital platform. But I myself would like to know more about Product Genius, and um, we'll have to get with them. We'll get them on the podcast one of these days, Bri. I'm glad Lynn got over there. Yeah, she did. As we said at the top of the podcast, there was just so much going on on the show floor, and if you were working, you didn't really have a chance to see it all. For example, I wouldn't have minded getting over to the Affix booth and doing that, what was it, a slot car racing thing? Yeah, I saw that at one stage. I was walking past in a hurry, 
and they were setting it all up there. That was cool, man. <laughs> it looked pretty good. I saw a tweet fly by with Tom Mazur from American Fastener Journal and Rob Reynolds, Rob Big Country Reynolds from InSequel. They were holding these ginormous trophies. Looked like they just won the Daytona 500 or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Las Vegas equivalent. <laughs> I wonder if they got to take those home or if they were just photo props. <laughs> Well, there were some people who actually got to take their trophies home, and those were the Hall of Fame award winners. Emerald did a very nice job with the Hall of Fame and Young Fastener Professionals Award presentations. We were over there for that. Okay, let's listen to them now. Right-o. Right-o. I'm here with Michelle Richards with the Olander Company. And we are here right before the awards are given out for our candidates. And why are you here? I'm here for all three winners. Baron is fantastic. I love that he's been leading YFP. Personally, we have an awesome relationship, and he's just a really good guy who cares about the fastener industry. And I'm also with Rosa here. Rosa, tell me. Well, hello. I'm here to support Marty, Marty Nolan. It's so wonderful to know that you don't have to be a company owner or, you know, this executive to, you know, win this wonderful. It's about hard work, ethics, and, you know, your values. So it's so nice. As well as, um, you know, Baron. Baron's, you know, it's, it's yeah. awesome that, you know, he's doing this. It's hard not to like a Viking, isn't it? You know? Right. <laughs> so true. Okay, again, the award ceremony at the Hall of Fame, and I'm with... Bill Unferth, Lindstrom. All right, and tell me, why are you here? Uh, for Marty Nolan, whose dad worked for me at Bossard, and Marty worked for me at Bossard, and Ed McElhan was with Iowa with Industrial, which Bossard bought out, and I knew Ed's father, Dan McElhan, and Ed's son, Casey McElhan, worked for me at Bossard, and I know the whole family. So I've been in the business now 50, 58 years, and uh, I've been to every fastener show since 1983. Oh my gosh, has anything changed? Everything's changed. <laughs> Give me an example. Well, I mean, let's face it, we didn't have cell phones back then. And you never, the first shows were in Columbus, Ohio. And they were, I liked Columbus better than Vegas for one reason. You went to Columbus to go to the fastener show. And if you missed somebody during the day, you could always find them at night at the Hyde, Hyde Hotel up on the mezzanine or at the Holiday Inn across the street. They might be a little bit inebriated, but you can meet them. Vegas is nice, except it's so spread out. After the show at 4 o'clock, everybody goes their way and you don't see them. Uh, but it's still a good show. Uh, so I, 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 was, I missed the first show in 82 because I was on jury duty for a murder trial. So that's the first show I missed, only show I ever missed. Wow. So um, from when I started till today... When I started, there was no fax machines. There was no, there was no cell phones. There was no, there was no copy machines. So life is easier now. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, it is and it isn't. I mean, things weren't nearly. There was no uh, faster quality act. There was no Rojas. There was no Defires. There was no Reach. There was no material specifications. But it's 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 been good. It's been good. So, um, well, thank you for talking. You're welcome. Okay. Have a good day show. 
Zach Lindahl, Atlas Industry Marketing. And what brings you over here to the Hall of Fame? I'm here to watch Baring get inducted. We're both members of the Southwest Fastener Association, and I've seen them at all sorts of different events, so I figured I'd come over here and at least have one more person cheering them on. Wonderful. And is this the first time over here? No, I actually came last year for the Bob Sachs, who's the president of XL Screw. He was inducted last year. He's the owner of one of the companies we rep for. So watched him get inducted last year. Great. Thank you. All right. Again at this award ceremony, and it's crowded, and I'm here with... Tim O'Keefe and my family, my wife Carol, and my daughters Emily and son Tommy. And from? Uh, we're from uh, Kansas. Kansas and... GL? GL Hewitt, yep. Hewitt, all right. So tell me why you guys are all hanging out here. Well, because we want to come, come here and see uh, Ed McAhan's uh, eight-hour speech he's about to give uh, <laughs> as acceptance into the Hall of Fame. Oh, you couldn't shorten that speech for him, <laughs> I, don't, huh? I, t- I told him to keep it under two hours, but I'm not really sure, so we'll see. <laughs> all right, great. He's a great, he's a great man. He's and a great man. Very dedicated, and he's been very helpful to us in the industry so we, right. we're, we're here for him he's a mentor to me Ed yeah. was a mentor to me so all right. he's so like we, a teacher for me so. alright so he should be on that hall of fame oh, yes. he, oh no he's well deserving of yeah, it and well as is Marty and as Baron Baron okay. great young man and uh, done a lot for that young uh, faster professional organization okay. so alright I'm here with one of the winners of the hall of fame I'm here with Marty Nolan Marty good speech there Oh, thank you very much. It's a little nerve-wracking when you're up there, but uh, and, and I, I'm sure I left people out I, I, I will regret, but it's hard when you're on stage. I don't get on there too often and do such things. Yeah, that is absolutely true. All right, a couple things that weren't in your speech, and just in case people didn't know, um, what did you know that Fastener Rep was going to be in your destiny? That's a very funny and long story. I didn't know it at all. I was miserable at another job. And my father had RL English, and true story, I went to him, and I was just complaining about a job I had, and he's like, well, you could try this, but I don't have much territory really available for you. And while I was talking to him, I had a brother who had been in the business who didn't tell anybody he wanted to get out. And when he heard my father and I talking, he said, I want out, let's work something out, and that was kind of the, the interview process, and it turned out when I started, I made more money in my old job than the territory would allow me, but my brother paid me some money from his territory, and then he went back to school, became a doctor of psychology, and while he was a student, I paid him, so that was how we worked out the All transition. Right. All right. What are you most proud of? You're on the Hall of Fame. What are you most proud of that you brought to the fastener industry? That's an interesting question. Um, two things. One is, I think I'm creative, and I think um, that's the fun part I bring to the industry is looking at things differently. Bob Bear mentioned the bourbon room. The way that came about, I called the bourbon room and told them I would pack their facility with over 200 heavy drinkers. What would they do for me? And they came to me and made a deal. The other thing that I'm really proud of is my uh, colleague, Cal Stearns, he worked till he was 80 for me, till the day he died. And he couldn't make calls the last year, and I kept him as part of the team. And that goes much further than any fastener thing I accomplished. Uh, that is absolutely true. So for new reps trying to get into the industry, what's your best advice? The commodities are pretty much covered. And you have to you have, to have uh, the ability to sell specials and, and help the companies that we sell to to find items that they can make margin on. Because other than that, they're trading dollars. So there's room for a young person with some expertise still, I think. 
it's hard for a young person to convince a, a company to let them rep them, but I think if you have an expertise in the area of specials or some particular special, there's a place for you. And your last thoughts on being inducted into the Hall of Fame. I'm really, really happy and all that. I'm really glad the speech is over. That's my last thought. I could go relax now. And drink some wine. Looks like you've got some pretty good bottles here. I did get a few thank you to some very nice people, including my friends at GL Hewitt. That surprised me greatly. I didn't see that coming, and they bought me a nice bottle of Dom Perignon, and I caught me off guard. I wish I'd have remembered it on the stage, but, uh, you know, it's very nice when people are nice and do nice things for you. Congratulations again. I'm here with Ed, another inductee into the Hall of Fame. So right now, after the speech, after everything, how do you feel? You know, what I feel the most is what I said in the speech. This industry has taken me to some of the most beautiful places, and I've met some of the most beautiful people. And uh, that doesn't change, and it didn't change today. It just got better. What are you most proud of? Well, the Faster Quality Act, of course, was a big deal. But what I'm most proud of is that my two sons and my two son-in-laws are helping me take it over. The blood and the non-blood. The blood and the non-blood. <laughs> hey, it's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. They're important. That's very important. So what's the future? Well, we just built a new building. Uh, so I owe $7.5 million, and I got 20 years to pay it off. <laughs> so the future is living 20 more years. Yeah, okay. But no, we're good. We're growing. Everybody's... Uh, Excited! Uh, instead of paying rent, we're now buying a building, and that's big, particularly maybe for some retirement for the kids. When that building's ready, I want a tour. Yeah, Des Moines is a great town. Hey, we're in Chicago. You're yeah. not that far. Thanks, Congratulations. Sir. Thank you. I am here with Baron Yarborough, the award winner of the Young Fastener Professionals. Oh, good. I glad, I'm glad I got that right. Baron's coaching me here with his eyes here. So, great speech yesterday. What do you think? Tell me your thoughts now. I, I do think I did a great speech. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, uh, at the end of the day, it's a, it was a great honor to be nominated. Uh, it really shows that uh, uh, some of the stuff I've done for the industry is being seen. I mean, there's a whole lot of peers uh, that, well, it's just awesome that they nominated me. Aspirations. Well, now i got to be the youngest person ever to get in the Hall of Fame, so that, that's go. the goal. Okay. <laughs> and do you know what number you have to beat? Have you found that out yet? What age number? Uh, you got to find that one out for me. Okay. I, I don't know. All right, because I don't either, but we'll find that out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, what else is happening at Spring Bolt here? Uh, man, it's been a great show. I mean, we had a whole lot of great traffic first day, and I have a feeling uh, that second day is going to be pretty good. Uh, but we've had a whole lot of new interest. Uh, we have a bigger booth this year, a whole lot of awesome parts to show off. But we saw a ton of great traffic yesterday. Okay, good. Very good. All right, so great second day, and congratulations on your reward. Thank I'm you, man. Award. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, now that you use InSQL software, how do you like it? InSQL has delivered. They truly are written for fastener distributors. It's affordable and their support staff is great. We found InSQL's support staff has depth. 
They know our industry, and they certainly know their software. I see they've helped you pronounce InSQL. Yes, but what does InSQL mean? Is it written in SQL? Is the data stored in SQL? Are they located in SQL? InSQL uses the industry standard Microsoft SQL database, which is why it's so powerful and easy to use. Oh, the database is stored in SQL. I don't even know where that is. I hear it's a nice place. Harry, InSQL uses a SQL database because it's current technology and your data is completely accessible. No more expensive customer reports. Is that why InSQL is so easy to use? Where is SQL on the map? One of their many support members will help you answer that. Go to their website, www.inxsql.com, or call toll-free, 877-446-9775. Hey mates, Brian Musker. Regardless of the required size, material, or finish, Eurolink has the European resources to meet your demands for hard-to-find metric fastness. We're the one-stop source for all of your metric needs, saving you time and money searching for these parts while fulfilling all of your requirements. How do we do it? Eurolink offers access to more than 100,000 quality C-class parts with the ability to solve your toughest metric fastness supply issues every time. Hard-to-find metric fasteners? Delivered. Just think of us as your heavy metal rock stars. To learn more about how we can rock your world, or request a hassle-free quote online, visit EurolinkFSS.com. That's EurolinkFSS.com. Hey, sport. You don't look so good. Man, all this walking at the fashion show is wearing me out. I don't know if I can keep going. I think I have just a thing to help you out, son. Have you ever heard of Old Rusty Bolt Beer? No. What is it? Why, it's only the tastiest, most refreshing, ice-coldest beer around. The amber goodness of Old Rusty Bolt beer is enough to jumpstart any weary fastener salesman. I'll try one. Wow, I feel better already. Hey, mister, what's that name again? Old Rusty Bolt beer, brought to you by the fine folks at Buckeye Fasteners and the Ohio Nut and Bolt Company. Old Rusty Bolt, that's the name, that name again, Old Rusty Bolt. Buckeye Fasteners, more than just weld. This is Neil with Industrial Rivet and Fastener. You're listening to Fully Threaded Radio. Brian and Eric back with you on the online fastener groove machine. Fully Threaded Radio. The one and only. Well, it's the news segment, folks. Mike McNulty coming up. This time he's got Quinn Fredrickson from Baird to help him absorb the FDI numbers. Oh, cool. Okay. For some reason, Bry, the official show attendance numbers and all that are not available as of this recording. So when we did Mike's report, he didn't have the official numbers either. We have an idea, but we don't want to throw anything out until they're formalized. I don't know why it seems like it's easier to get the attendance of a Trump inauguration event than it is to get the IFE event numbers. But <laughs> nevertheless, there were a lot of people there. It was well attended. It was certainly no smaller than it had been. I think there was a shift in the domestic to international attendees, though. Yeah, I think that's probably pretty likely. That's what I noticed, too. 
We do have the dates for the 2020 edition of the International Fastener Expo folks for you. Next year, it's happening September 28th through the 30th, same venue. Oh, okay. So similar time. I don't mind the time, actually. Yeah. Well, now that we're up the learning curve, wasn't as bad as a lot of people thought. And you pointed out earlier that the daylight savings actually kind of made it a little bit nicer at the pool. Yeah. Uh, to my mind, a lot nicer. I didn't fall in. <laughs> well, I didn't fall in either. But it was just that you could, you know, instead of having to look at in the dark for everyone, it was sort of, you could see them. A much better idea for me. All right. So Marcus Down will be there. In case you're wondering, folks, Fastener Fair USA is also coming up in 2020. And that's happening May 19th and 20th in Charlotte, North Carolina. They're doing everything they can to build awareness for that show. It's a different kind of a show, but it's one that a lot of people are paying attention to. Charlotte, yeah. Well, I have never been to Charlotte, so that'll be an interesting experience for me. And Charlotte has never experienced Vegemite, Brian. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it hasn't, <laughs> but it will. Yeah. Well, last segment, we heard the Hall of Fame Awards. We were honored to get the opportunity to get up on stage and lead off that particular ceremony to present our sixth annual Fastener Training Institute Fully Threaded Radio Scholarship winner. This year's winner was Richard Rangers of Worth Timberline. Ed Smith was there to receive the award on behalf of Richard. Yeah, way to go, Richard. There were also two outstanding runners-up that Sue and Lynn wanted us to note. And they were from NSK, Michael Murphy, and from All West Components and Fasteners, Jose Flores. Good job, guys. They're all heading off the Fastener Training Week. And we'll be hearing a little bit more of that after the news and when Carmen Vertulo talks with Larry Kelly. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we are. We, we go, okay, too far. <laughs> <laughs> Suffice it to say, it's a great prize and um, think about it for next year too, okay? Get writing. That's right, especially in light of the fact that the prize packages were expanded this year thanks to help from our sponsors Brighton Best International, Stellfast, and BTM Manufacturing. Right. We'll let you all know. Stay tuned to this very podcast, everyone. The Fastener News Report is coming up in mere moments. This time it's sponsored by Volt Industrial Plastics. And as always, the title sponsors of Fully Threaded Radio are Stellfast and Brighton Best International. We're going to play a short clip before we get to the news with Mike McNulty. Lynn went over to the Wi-Fi booth, and there was another scholarship winner there. We'll let Lynn explain. Okay. I'm over here at the Wi-Fi booth at the IFE and just had a glass of champagne, and I also found... Krista Osborne. And what's important with Krista is she is the Wi-Fi scholarship winner. What company do you work for? I work for Brighton Best International. All right. So tell me about the scholarship. What did you have to do? How's it feel? Tell me all about it. Well, I had to write an essay, end up being a couple pages because I was too excited to write about my journey with the company and the faster industry. And I, as soon as I saw my name pop up, I think I screamed. My boss was like, whoa, calm down. I said, no, I just, I'm going to Vegas with you guys. I was super excited. So, yeah. How many years over at Brighton? Uh, next month will be 14 years. 14 years. Wow. So how'd you get involved in the fastener industry? I was born into it. My father works for the company. He's been there a little over 35 years. And he brought me to work with him on a bring your daughter to work day. And 
as soon as I was able to work, I applied and I've been there ever since. All right. So scholarship is one jump. What's the next jump? What are you hoping for? Peggy's job? Hmm? Oh, I don't know about that. (laughs) Peggy's good at her job. I don't know if I can compete with her. Maybe, hopefully a man. That would be nice to be a manager at Brighton Bus. I'm hoping to beat my dad's record in years at the company, but I do plan to join the Wi-Fi board, hopefully, for next year. So that's exciting. Oh, that is very exciting. All right. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah, put a little butter on, then on top of that, put a little Vegemite. Lynn's not here, but this is how she's been doing the Vegemite Challenge. And Mike McNulty, thanks for stopping by the booth to do this. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Are you excited as you're doing this? I mean, well, you you like beer a lot, don't you? I do. I do like beer, but I'm a little nervous. I smell the Vegemite, and I'm not sure. It reminds me of something, but I don't know what. And it's not beer. It's not beer. Soy sauce or something. Yeah. Uh, a, few, a few people yeah. taking the challenge have made that observation. Okay. All right. So use the same. Go ahead. <laughs> At this point in the show, the cutlery is Close. dual use. Uh-oh. Toast broke. The toast is toast, so it's a little. It's very dark. It's smooth. And it's from, uh, it's authentic stuff. It is from Australia, packed with V vitamins. Yeah, it's good for brain vitality. All right. So That's my, a pretty good helping that you prepared for yourself. <laughs> well, it's the first time I don't know what I'm doing. I might need a beer after this. All right. If you could only see this, folks. All right. So go ahead. Looks mouthwash. Go ahead. Right. Here he goes, ladies and gentlemen. Chewing. Tentative look. Nodding. Considering. It's not bad. It's good. I think we have a new Vegemite fan, folks. Mike McNulty is definitely on the yay side. I like it. I mean, he's got the saltiness of uh, soy sauce and the butter. I don't think I'll ever buy it, but, but it, it tastes decent. It tastes good. Yeah, well, you probably... Totally different. Well, you probably don't need to buy it because we have <laughs> a lot left over, and I think I'll be sending you along your way with a, a supply that'll last you a little while. That's pretty good. Right on. Okay, folks. It will go good with beer. And it, would go, it, it, it will go good with beer. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like Mike needed an old rusty bolt. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. Wash down that Vegemite sample. <laughs> right. Mm. We'll get him next time. But we've got him right now, and he's focused on fasteners, everyone. News about screws you can use. Here's Mike McNulty. Thanks, Eric and Brian. This is Mike McNulty from Fastener Technology International Magazine, bringing you the Fastener News Report, which is sponsored by Volt Industrial Plastics, makers of the world's finest plastic fasteners. For the first time ever, according to my semi-erratic memory, the Las Vegas Fastener Show officially took place during the summer. In addition to hundreds of fastener industry exhibitors, thousands of fastener show attendees were treated to milder-than-normal Nevada summer days filled with blazing sunshine, cloudless blue skies, cool breezes, 15% humidity, 90-degree temperatures, and a glimpse of the unfinished future home of the NFL's Raiders' new slick stadium that is surely loaded with all kinds of construction nuts, bolts, screws, anchors, and washers to help keep me focused on fasteners and ready to deliver today's fastener news report. In this episode, Quinn Fredrickson of Baird joins us to reveal the latest results of the Fastener Distributor Index, also known as the FDI. Also in today's broadcast, we have our top story on a joint venture between Maru Metal and Toyota's TAI, as well as newsmaker headlines 
from fastener industry suppliers, including Sherex Fastening Solutions, HD Supply Holdings, Autobolt, the IFI, General Fasteners, Nedshroff, Semblex, and Agrati. On the back page report, we're going to talk about my take on the Las Vegas Fastener Show. We will get to all of that and the latest FDI results right after this. There's a reason Volt Industrial Plastics is an industry leader in plastic clip, clamp, and custom fastener manufacturing. With over 100 million parts in stock that can be shipped the same day, Volt has some of the fastest lead times in the industry. Volt can do color. We have the capability of molding over 120 different materials and can color match for specific applications. You need it? We can build it. At Volt, we have state-of-the-art technology to build prototypes to customer specs. And although some companies provide similar products, we offer customer service that's second to none, setting us apart from our competition. And now available, Volt's new light-duty cable clamps. With maximum diameters ranging from 3 16ths to a half inch, these clamps are ideal for hard-to-reach spaces, electronics, and finish work. They prevent corrosion with metal tubing, and with plastic tubing, they won't bind or warp, preventing leaks while maintaining the flow of liquids. Volt Industrial Plastics, the finest, fastest plastic fasteners in the world. Visit us at voltplastics.com. BTM Manufacturing is a domestic ISO 9001 manufacturer of threaded fasteners and bent wire products. From anchor bolts to studs to U-bolts, BTM is committed to making your per-print special with the highest quality standards while meeting your on-time delivery schedule. Since BTM began in 1961, this family-owned business has remained focused on providing exceptional service to their customers. Centrally located in Kansas City, Missouri, BTM recently expanded into a 100,000-square-foot facility, which allows for the production and manufacture of many projects simultaneously, both large and small quantity. BTM's website at btm-mfg.com allows you to submit custom quotes quickly and easily, and once you do, a BTM team member will contact you as soon as possible to discuss your needs. Are you ready to get started? BTM is. Visit www.btm-mfg.com today. Back to the Fastener News Report with Mike McNulty. The seasonally adjusted Fastener Distributor Index continued to rebound in August up to 55.9 after reaching 52.2 in July, seasonally adjusted. Fastener Distributor Index data is collected and analyzed by the FCH Sourcing Network, the National Fastener Distributors Association, and Baird. The FDI seeks to identify demand, pricing, and outlook trends within the American fastener distribution industry. To get some insights on these results, we talked to Quinn Fredrickson, Equity Research Associate and Analyst at Baird. Hi, Quinn. Thanks for joining us on the Fastener News Report. Hey, Mike. Great to talk with you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. It's good to, good to talk to you as well. So what do you think about these uh, results, which are pretty positive or seem pretty positive? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, for the second straight month, we saw some good improvement, um, you know, in the headline number, as you said, at 55.9, um, you know, still below kind of what we were getting in, in 2017 and 2018, which was, you know, in the high 50s or, or low 60s type of range, but, you know, still a good result at 55.9. And, um, you know, after we had a couple of uh, sub 50 readings there, you know, right. previously to to get back above that is definitely an encouraging sign, and especially when you view it through the lens of some other, 
you know, weakening uh, manufacturing data points that have been out there. So, yeah, I, I think all in all, uh, a good reading for sure. Now, you mentioned other data points. I think the what the PMI dropped this past month. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, we had the first uh, sub fifty reading in the in the PMI at, at forty nine point one. So, um, you know, they uh, they finally saw their streak of thirty five consecutive months of expansion uh, ending there, and you know the FDI saw their streak of uh, twenty eight consecutive readings ending in May. So, not too surprising that you know the ISM eventually kind of followed behind there. But uh, but yeah, you're you're right. It was definitely a, a weaker result um, in the ISM versus uh, you know the FDI this month. Now, do you know if there's any direct correlation between the two? Does the FDI lag or lead on the uh, the PMI, or is it kind of a mixed bag? You know, I, we've we've looked at it. I think it, it does tend to correlate pretty closely with the ISM. I mean, obviously, you can um, you can have months like this where you get diverging, um, you know, kind of readings, and you know, I think that could be a lot of things. Whether it's different, um, you know, end market trends going on, or differences in you know uh, geographies, you know. Lots of different things I think can cause you know a, one particular month to diverge, but it does tend to correlate pretty pretty well with the PMI on uh, on an instantaneous basis. Mm-hmm. All right, um, let's move on to the uh, the forward looking indicator, the FLI, also strengthened versus uh, the last month, but it stayed in the contractionary area, reading forty eight for uh, August versus forty four point nine in July, both below the fifty point level, but moving in the positive direction. What's your take on that? Yeah, you know, as, as you said, I mean, it, it is moving in the right direction, which is encouraging to see, um, you know, still a little bit below that 50 level. Um, you know, our take on that would be it, it would suggest that, yeah, you know, at least near term here, it's it's probably more likely to be, you know, kind of stable as opposed to accelerating um, in the FDI. Um, but it, it was good to see that improvement in the in the forward looking indicator. And I think also, you know, the fact that of the four components, basically everything except for the customer inventories was better month over month. So it doesn't, right. you know, seem like it was kind of an aberration where one thing really drove it. It was, it was sort of across the board. The, the forward-looking indicators were better, and um, you know, I mean, it, we do look at, you know, certainly the six-month outlook, which is a component of that, and. Um, you know, I think it's still um, we still have slightly more respondents that are expecting to see lower activity levels six months from now than higher activity levels. Um, so that's been a you know main factor um, really mm-hmm. since, since May. That's kind of driven some of the weakness in the FLI. So I think if you know we could maybe see some turnaround in some of those numbers, that might go more towards getting that above 50. Um, so and and then I think you know the commentary that we got lined up with that as well that people said hey you know August um, you know seemed like it was a good month um, people aren't necessarily ready to jump fully back on board and say hey things are great again you know they're still kind of a little bit hesitant you know given some of the trade uncertainty and you know kind of the general economy as well but yeah August was certainly I think a good month and and um, that made people feel you know maybe a little bit more uh, optimistic than they were previously. Yeah, the sales number had a nice increase, and you mentioned the four or the six-month outlook, with the people thinking it's going to be lower, higher than those who think it's higher. But what I noticed was in the previous month in uh, in July, we had 47% of the respondents thinking it was going to be worse. That dropped down to 32%. So that's a a nice uh, move in the right direction because the 47% number in July was the the worst number we had in seven years. So <laughs> it's good to get right. away from that. <laughs> Yep, definitely. Moving in the right direction. 
Right. And then uh, you mentioned commentary uh, that somebody said it was one of their best months of the year so far. And there was some other mix, you know, still a little bit of mixed emotions out there. One other comment was slower growth forecasted for the latter half of the year, which is still growth, but slower. And then somebody said slowdown starting to rear its ugly head. That's definitely <laughs> in the other direction. And then we ended with a, uh, uh, I don't know if you saw this one political comment that says, give me the slow economy and recession to hashtag dump Trump in 2020. So <laughs> some people just can't I resist just themselves <laughs> to make everything political. I mean, I don't know if I'd want to wish bad uh, business uh, for something that's going to happen <laughs> over a year from now. <laughs> Yeah, hope, hopefully that was meant tongue in cheek. I'm, yeah, right. um, I'm sure, yeah, uh, you know, when you're staring at, at the face of some, uh, you know, pretty significant deceleration in business trends and or your, uh, you know, your 401k, uh, starting to, starting to go down the hill pretty fast, uh, that, that can change people's minds about, about that sort of thing, regardless right. of your political leaning. And you know we could do get some volatility in the stock market with these, uh, emotional roller coasters, but, um, a lot of the show content this time around is going to be from the Las Vegas Fastener show, but you know it looked like a pretty good uh, show to me, and I, I think that uh, the slower growth is probably what we're looking at. That's my opinion, which is again still growth, but not as heavy as it was uh, last year or the beginning of the year. Yep, that definitely lines up with what we've what we've been seeing in the FDI for sure. Okay, anything else you want to add on the uh, the FDI for August? Um, no, you know, I mean, I would, I would say just, um, you know, from a, a public company perspective, we obviously, um, you know, follow right. Fastenal very closely. And, um, you know, I'd say it was pretty consistent with what we saw in Fastenal and that, uh, you know, they saw a, a bit of an acceleration in their growth um, versus July, both in the headline number and then in the, uh, the Fastener growth specifically. So it was good to see that the results there kind of matching up with um, kind of the underlying trends that we're, we're seeing in the market through the FDI as well. Yeah, they still seem to be plugging along. And on, a, on an anecdote, when I left the office yesterday, there was a Fastener truck parked in our parking lot. I don't think it had any business here, but good to see them out on the road. <laughs> Yeah, they've certainly got a uh, great network there. So, um, right. so yeah, that's very good. Well, thanks, thanks, Quinn, for joining us, and thanks to everybody at Baird for the work that they do on the FDI. We'll look forward to talking to you down the road. Sounds good. Thanks, Mike. You're welcome. That was Quinn Fredrickson. He's an equity research associate and analyst at Baird. The FDI number for for uh, August was 55.9 versus 52.2 in the previous month. Visit fdisurvey.com to participate in the process and get a detailed PDF copy of Baird's monthly analysis. Now for today's top story. Toyota Susho America Incorporated, also known as TAI, and Madu Metal Incorporated announced an agreement for the establishment of a joint venture company called Module TAI to deploy Madu Metal's patented nano-laminated alloy product coating NanoGalv for industrial fastener and bolting applications. Company reports indicate that fasteners that are coated with nanogalv materials can last 30 times longer than conventionally coated fasteners. Maju TAI's new production facility in Houston, Texas, will extend existing nanogalv production capacity tenfold to 100 tons per month. Maju Metal founder and CEO Christine Lomasny says, Our joint venture with TAI brings together the innovation of Modumetal's manufacturing technology with the scale of a global industrial partner, and we will be able to bring NanoGalv to major markets swiftly. The joint venture will initially serve fastener customers in the energy markets with plans to expand into construction, marine, and transportation. 
Maju TAI personnel were on hand in Las Vegas to promote the new venture. Next up, today's Fastener Newsmaker headlines. In acquisition, investment, and expansion news, Sherex Fastening Solutions opened a UK sales and distribution center. HD Supply Holdings acquired Presto Maintenance Supply. Autobolt invested in an M20 National 4-Die Bolt Maker. Bassard opened a new facility and design center in the Boston metropolitan area. Bolhoff India moved its headquarters to a new building, which is two and a half times larger than the original one. And Annexter has opened a new facility in California. In personnel news, the Industrial Fastener Institute, also known as the IFI, appointed Porter McLean as IFI's Automotive Industry Fastener Group Manager and Mike Mowens as IFI's Aerospace Products Division Manager. General Fasteners Company, also known as GFC, named Ian Clark as president of General Fasteners Company and its Mexican operation. Bolton announced Frederick Backstrom as its new senior vice president of production. Ned Shroff appointed Dr. Matthias Skurr as the new company CEO. Lawson Products named Brian Hoekstra as VP of Mergers and Acquisition. And Rockford Fasteners Roll Thread Foreman Jerry Vance has retired after 38 years of service. In milestone and awards news, Ned Schroff Beckingen celebrated its 150-year birthday on September 7th. The Agrati Labridior plant will celebrate its 100th anniversary on October 18th. Optimus Solutions won a Silver Supplier Award from Lazy Boy. And Semblex Corporation was awarded the GM Supplier Quality Excellence Award. You can get details on all of these stories and more in Fastener Technology International Magazine and the Fastener News Report newsletter, both available at fastenertech.com. Finally, let's turn to the back page to talk about the IFE show in Las Vegas. As you have been hearing and will continue it here on the show, another edition of the International Fastener Expo, also known as IFE, and the Las Vegas Fastener Show is in the books, and I can report that it was a success as well as productive and enjoyable for hundreds of companies and thousands of attendees. Official numbers are not available yet, but overall attendance seemed to be in line with past shows, even with a slight reduction in total exhibitor staff. On the exhibitor side, the domestic number and share of the total increased a bit, while the number and share of non-USA exhibitors was lower than in 2018. I am sure that many of the exhibitors from China were not enjoying their business activity with the current tariff situation, and I know that other international exhibitors were anxious to pick up the slack. For example, there was a substantial exhibitor pavilion from India, which enjoyed financial and promotional support from its local export council. IFE highlights for me included the creative exhibits and giveaways, including savory Vegemite samples that Brian and Eric were doling out and spreading on toast at the FCH Sourcing Network slash FTR booth. I also enjoyed the award ceremony speeches, the opening reception, the Sessions Corner presentations, the Brighton Best International Cocktail Party, the Las Vegas Strip, and the beautiful weather. Fastener Technology International was on hand at IFE with its 26-page IFE preview article in the August-September issue, as well as copies of the Fastener News Report newsletter. We are preparing an IFE straight-from-the-show report article for the October-November issue. This has been Mike McNulty of Fastener Technology International bringing you the Fastener News Report. Please send your news, pictures, comments, corrections, or complaints to me at mcnulty at fastenertech.com. Coming up, Carmen Vertulo speaks with Larry Kelly of Buckeye Fasteners. Plus, lots more from the show floor in Vegas. 
Thanks for listening to the podcast, everyone. It's fully threaded. Brighton Best, we continue to expand our wide range of products, including stainless steel and metric fasteners. Our family of brands include Preferred, US Anchor, and Ironclad Performance Wear. BBI has been a trusted partner since 1925. With award-winning hand tools, gloves, and drywall screws, BBI is the largest master distributor of fasteners in the USA. Tested, tried, and true. We are Brighton Best. To learn more about Brighton Best, visit brightonbest.com. ND Industries has been solving customers' toughest problems through innovative technologies, competitive pricing, and industry-leading service since 1955. A family-owned business, ND Industries manufactures and applies fastener locking, bonding, sealing, masking, and assembling products. Their pre-application process makes fasteners ready to use at the point of assembly, resulting in reduced labor costs, time savings, and superior quality assurance. As a fully integrated company, ND handles all aspects of operations from formulating custom chemical compounds and coating fasteners to providing inline inspection, packaging, and delivery services. ND Industry serves the global market with 13 divisions in the continental U.S. and also facilities in Taiwan, China, and Turkey. Learn more about ND Industries at our website at www.ndindustries.com. ND Industries, innovative technologies, competitive pricing, and industry-leading service. Contact ND today. Parker Fasteners is your premier cold heading manufacturer, forging the future with precision and quality as our top priority. When you think of domestically produced sockets and tamper-proof screws from alloy and stainless, including A286, think Parker Fasteners. Our lockout line of security fasteners feature high-torque, oval center pin design, and unique lobes that provide one-of-a-kind security for your customers. Our in-house 3D printing capability makes the prototyping process fast and affordable, and we're ready to produce your large or small run orders with highly competitive pricing and unbeatable lead times. So, forge the future with Parker Fasteners. Visit Parker Fasteners online today at parkerfasteners.com. Hey, this is Clayton Allen from Buckeye Fasteners in Cleveland, Ohio, and you're listening to Fully Threaded Radio. This is a different sort of fastener training minute, everybody. Here's Carmen Vertulo. Hey, everybody. This is Carmen Bertullo with the Fastener Training Minute coming to you from the Fastener Training Institute A-Test Lab and just returned from the wonderful Las Vegas Fastener Show. This is going to be a, a different type of Fastener Training Minute where we're not going to be talking so much about fasteners but about training. 
I ran into Larry Kelly from Buckeye Fasteners at the show, and we started talking about the Faster Training Institute's flagship program, which is a certified fastener specialist program. And Larry bragged to me that they have 20 certified fastener specialists at his company. Now, I don't know if that's a record or not, but if you've got more than 20, you might want to call us and let us know so we can talk to you about that as well. So I asked Larry, I said, what is the motivation for uh, sending all your people to CFS and how has it worked out for you guys? And tell me more about our, I think Larry even is a CFS. So I asked him about that experience and he gave me some really good insights into what makes the CFS program so great. So Larry, tell me, what makes the CFS program so great and why do you have 20 CFSs at your company? Thank you, Carmen. That is correct. We do have 20 certified fastener specialists within our organization. Now, I just want to clarify one thing. Um, our organization is made up of several different divisions. Uh, the parent company is Fastener Industries Incorporated, and then under that um, parent company, there are several divisions, one being Buckeye Fasteners Company. I think there's 10 from Buckeye Fasteners, and then we have Modern Fasteners, Ohio Nut and Bolt, and then also Brainerd Fasteners. And all four of those organizations have sent um, individuals to the um, Certified Fastener Specialist uh, training course. Now, my personal experience was um, after 35 years being in the fastener business, I, and as I told you at the show, I learned a tremendous amount regarding the fasteners. Um, all the teachers, instructors at the class, you know, they're, they're experts in their field. And, um, I mean, I honestly, I, I thought I knew a lot, but after that class, I realized there's a lot more to learn. Now, if you recall, I think it was back during the Prop 65 situation where you and I had a lot of conversations. Um, we actually became part of the Prop 65 committee. Um, I think it was during that time that you and I were having some conversations about the seminars, the Prop 65 seminars, and then I started mentioning the Certified Fastener Specialist training courses, and you kept encouraging me, you're like, that's an excellent course. You really should send some people to that course. Um, they're going to learn a lot. Your organization is going to be better off for it. So I took that to heart and um, talked with our CEO and said, you know, this is something I think that we should do. And uh, he, he agreed, and he encouraged all the managers to sit down and uh, take a look at who they'd like to send to the class. So I think the first go-around, we sent 10 people to the first class. After that, we realized this is a no-brainer, and we just got to keep sending people to this class. So then the very next class, we sent 10 more people. And right now, we're already earmarking probably another 10 people to send to the April class uh, when it comes back uh, to Cleveland. That's just amazing. And uh, I will tell you, uh, don't sell yourself or your company short on technical knowledge, Larry. If you, if you don't know, uh, all these companies that Larry mentioned are manufacturers. They are not distributors. They're manufacturers. They make product. They know what they're doing. And I have the pleasure because I interface with them almost on a daily basis of talking with some of the smartest people in the industry. And it's always a pleasure to be able to have a conversation with someone who's been through the CFS class and I don't have to educate them. They know what's going on. Matter of fact, I think, Larry, I learn as much from your people as they learn from me when we have these conversations. And I know that's all about the fact that you guys have invested in them. I always tell the new students in the CFS program, at least when I'm when I am uh, present for it, to be sure that the most important thing that they take back to the workplace from that CFS 
class is not technical. It's that you let your owners or your boss or whoever it was that enabled you to be at the CFS program that you appreciate being able to go, that you recognize they see it as an investment in you as a person and that you're special and you're worth investing in. Not every industry does that. Not every fastener company does that. But I really think it's a hallmark of a great company and a great culture where the ownership and the management is willing to invest in their people in this kind of training because it's not cheap. I mean, it's not just the money, but you're fortunate, Larry, because most of your folks are in Cleveland and the program is in Cleveland. But people come to the CFS program from all over the country, in fact, all over the world. Um, And so it's really nice to hear an affirmation that the investment is worth it. We can't thank you enough for that, Larry. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, the invest, investment is money well spent. Um, also, I mean, you got to realize it is a week-long training course, so you're going to have a particular employee away from work for a week. And so we had to make arrangements that you have 10 people, you know, missing from your workforce for that week. Um, so you just kind of shift things around and, and you make accommodations. But, again, we feel that these accommodations are well worth the training and education that our employee owners get um, as a result of the uh, CFS. I tell the students not only to thank their boss or whoever made it possible for them to come, but also thank that person that's, you know, taking their sales calls or make, purchasing uh, their stuff they should be purchasing or riding their forklift or whatever it is uh, that someone had to pick up the slack for them while they were gone. And that's that's a healthy culture. I've been to two or three. I know I've been to Brainerd. I've been to Buckeye. And where else? You took me another. I don't think I've been to uh, Modern. I don't. I don't know exactly which ones I've been at. But I can tell you, I've walked the plant floors of your companies, and the culture there is just outstandingly good. And I think that's a hallmark as well of of a good culture that people feel like they can improve themselves and the company will support that and invest in that. So again, if you've got a company that you've got more than 20 CFSs, please call me or call Joe Morris at the Faster Training Institute. We probably ought to keep track of that. I'm not sure, but I think we're probably over a thousand CFSs now. And uh, I don't know how many, several hundreds of those have been in my classroom. And and I just want to tell any student that's listening to this that's been in my classroom, thank you. Uh, What a joy it is to be able to train people and share our collective experience both ways, as much as I've learned over the years from teaching that class, as well as just having the experience of seeing those light bulbs come on and seeing students learn some things that they didn't know before. And just like you, Larry, we have had some incredibly experienced and well-seasoned fasting professionals in that CFS program, and they always come away with crap. I didn't know that, you know. So it's it's a it's a good affirmation that you have. Yeah. In addition to the CF training, the other thing that we like to participate in is the fasting training institute does a really good job with all the webinars they put on. Um, we participate in a lot of those. And I think as a result of that, that really convinced us that the CF training is the way to go. So you guys do a great job with the webinars. Again, we always learn, you know, things from those, and it's just fantastic educational resource for us. Thank you for that as well. I get to do the occasional webinar for for the Faster Training Institute, 
And as well, if you don't know, they're all recorded and they're available for watching anytime. So you can go on the FTI's website, fastertraining.org, and um, you can find a way to either watch them individually, get them as a package. And even if you watch the live webinar, it's available a few days later uh, as a recording if you want to recap or have someone else look at it. There's some other incredibly good uh, training programs that FTI has as well. We've got automotive fastening and hydrogen embrittlement training and um, the basics classes, uh, the introduction to fastener type classes that are going on all the time taught by industry experts. So, you know, it's a, it's a nice lineup and thank you for participating in it and all of you out there that are listening that participate in uh, all the uh, Faster Training Institute programs. Thank you for your support. Carmen Bertullo and Larry Kelly there, Bri. Okay. Who will be the next CFS? Hard to believe there's something around a thousand of them if Carmen's right. Wow. That means a thousand well-qualified people at least. It's good. The Fastener Training Institute, along with Carmen Vertulo and others, helping to make the fastener industry better, more competent, more professional. Get out to fasteneretraining.org. Find out when that circus is coming to your town. Or catch hold of John Walkman when he's wandering around with his very nice uh, black cowboy hat on, actually. Well, that's just one of many, Bri. <laughs> I know. He dresses for the occasion. Right. I asked him about the light beige ones. He said, no, nah, he likes his black ones. Black one, to me, was a working man's hat because that was my introduction in Texas. Cowboy John Walkman. A fountain of information on a variety of topics. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm thinking at this point, Bri, the audience is probably jonesing for another clip of fun and games from the show floor. And we've got just that, this time from day two of the International Fastener Expo. A few bloodshot eyes in the morning, incidentally, on day two. Not in our booth, but others. That's right. We were full of vim and vigor packed with B vitamins, Bri. I know. Vegemite, B12, yeah. And U-Bolt blend. <laughs> right, right. Here it is for your enjoyment, folks. Kick off a of day two, walking down the aisle here, back to the booth, and it's good to stop at the good guys' booth. That's Fast Comp Electronic Hardware. Mark Georgia, you look deceptively well this morning. Thank you, Eric. I'm feeling great. Looking forward to a terrific show and uh, a lot of exciting things going on. Yeah, well, the dinner was great last night. Thank you again. And uh, so you were a good boy last night. I was very good. I enjoyed the dinner. It was wonderful. And uh, a couple of cocktails. And I hit the rack early, so I'm ready for today. Uh, us East Coast guys, you know, we find it a little harder. But then once you shift, you're ready to go. And then it's time to fly back. You know, it happens every year. Exactly. And I think I'm now on West Coast time, just in time to get on a plane Saturday and, and head back and try to regroup back, back east. So while you were calling it an early night, there was a rumor flying around eye candy last night, and that uh, the, the good guys have gone nuts. Uh-oh. What's going on, man? Well, the good guys were excited to say the good guys are going nuts. Precision panel nuts. We're going to be oh, adding them okay. to our bag of tricks, <laughs> and uh, we're, we're already booking orders on them, so uh, we're pretty excited about it. It's working out really well. We're producing most of them in Connecticut, and... Uh, it's, uh, it's working out very, very well. Okay, I should have heard the full story, but I guess I got distracted there at the eye candy. But, uh, yeah, I shouldn't be surprised. Well, good for you. I, I suppose that's what you're talking about here on the show floor today. Absolutely, absolutely. We're laying out some samples, and uh, we're uh, spreading the word. 
That's right. Good guys have officially gone nuts. <laughs> right on. Thanks for talking with me. We'll uh, catch you down the road. Thanks, Eric. Mark George of FastCom. Lewis Speedon, Halloween Stainless Fasteners, Houston, Texas. All right. And Lewis, all right. So we're a captive audience because you've got some advertising at least in the women's restroom there. And as I sit there and I look at your advertising, I'm like always on call, a bolt emergency 24-7. And all I could think of is, can you tell me a bolt emergency you guys had? Yes, ma'am. Uh, basically how it works, uh, after 5 o'clock Central Time, the phones would roll over and somebody would call me with emergency. Lewis, I need some bolts in the job site tonight. This is what I need. How fast can you get it to me? So I would call my guys and make it happen as far as machining, manufacturing, row threading, heat treating. And my guys would basically make it all happen and not leave until the job is done, until your parts are on site. So we're that here at... That is a bolt emergency. That is a bolt emergency. All right. So now we're here at the Vegas show. Tell me, how's it going? The Vegas show has always been good to us. Um, everybody knows Alloy and Stainless Fasters. They know us by the big red letters and the red vest. Okay. And you've got a great marketing technique. Thank you. <laughs> Freddie Barr, Allison Perlstein, Stealth Fast. So what did you think when they let the peach-colored monkey out of the box this morning here at IFE? <laughs> Sheer delight. I thought it was interesting. They have the logos on the shirt of representing all three brands, and I think it, it, makes, it makes it look really good this year. I think the monkey came out. The color's nice. The peach color looks good. I think people were surprised with it. So it worked out very well for us. Yeah, well, I was kind of led astray. You know, I always poke around trying to get intel on the color, and I was led to believe it was red by someone who will go unnamed, but I was fooled. We like to keep everyone on their toes. Yeah. We didn't want to divulge anything just yet. Yeah, well, Stellfest is good at that, and you're good at the things that you do. Now, we were talking with Bernie earlier from Lindstrom, and we was talking about Mega, and you guys have the three names on your booth this year, and looks like you've had good traffic all day here at day one of IFE. Yeah, people love the fact that all three brands are one together, we're united, and uh, I think it's going to work out for us in the long run. Outstanding. And uh, you, you stopped by and you... say hello. Yeah, and you were offered the Vegemite Challenge, but I noticed that neither of you were interested. I mean, is there a reason? Um, no, no interest. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know if it's going I, 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 to upset my stomach in any way. I'm just concerned, very concerned. You don't, apparently, you don't, you've heard the podcast, but you don't trust Brian's taste in some things. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I think I'm going to stay away from it. Okay. No, that, I, we, we I respect that. It. I don't want to risk it. <laughs> well, thanks, guys, for stopping by the booth, and have a great show. All right. You too. Thank Take you. Care. I am standing here with... Emily, Brooks and Stainless Steel. All right. And we're at the show, so how's the show? It's good. Um, highlight of the show is, you know, meeting meeting our customers, seeing them face-to-face, yeah. so... That's, that's right. my highlight. How about the highlight of Vegas? Did you go do anything interesting? Yeah. Uh, tonight we're actually going to be going out on the town, walking the strip. Did you go to the reception? We the did, yes, day? yes. How would you rate it? I would say 10 out of 10. It was uh, great. It was yes. great. We have this great tradition at FCH every year at the Vegas show. Well, and at Fastener Fair, too, and the other shows, Fastener Tech. We always get great neighbors. This time it's Windsor. And I'm talking with Lou Lesson. I bet, Lou, that you've learned a lot about Vegemite in the last two days. Well, I, I knew I didn't like it. That's what I learned. <laughs> 
did Lynn get you to actually try it? Try it. Yeah, I, I smelled it first, and I didn't listen to my nose. I tried it, and uh, my nose was right. Well, I hope you won't hold it against us. It was great being your neighbor at IFE this year. Oh, yeah, it was great seeing you guys and meeting all of you, and uh, I hope to do business with you. Fantastic, fantastic. Tell us a little bit about what you were discussing here at the show. Uh, Windsor is unique in the industry. We have a franchise program. Nobody works for Windsor. We deal with our franchises. They own their own business, all locally owned franchises. And they work or partner with Windsor to supply the nuts, bolts, uh, screws, chemicals, shop supplies, full-line MRO supplies with their customers. Uh, we do the inventory, the catalog, the, the packaging and the shipping, billing, uh, carry the AR. All they have to focus on is the sales. So they're free. They free their time up to uh, uh, work on sales with their customer, or the free time, whatever they like to do, you know, besides work. And uh, we handle everything else for them. What is the typical distributor who rolls into Windsor? What do they look like? Typical guy has been in the industry. We don't have any uh, sales management uh, in the field, so we don't train people. These are guys that are industry professionals that have a customer base. And uh, with us, they own those customers. They're not our customers. When they leave, they take the customers with them. Uh, but everybody stays here. They like it because they make more money than they make anywhere else. That's key. That is. And the reason is, <laughs> is again, we don't have a management team. We don't have a, a district sales manager, area sales manager, uh, uh, all that expense we don't have. So the profits go back to the franchisee. And uh, these guys can, uh, selling at the same price as they were selling at before, can uh, sometimes make up to double. Uh, what they were making. Our average franchisee makes about uh, almost 35% net. Wow. Well, you've got a booth here this year, as we said, and I see the big new emblem out in front on the carpet. So uh, welcome to the Thunderdome. And uh, uh, I think there's a little bit of Vegemite left over, Lou. So as you're heading out, you know what to do. Well, I got a few people <laughs> I don't like, and I'm going to be sending it to them. <laughs> Thanks for talking to us. All right. Thank you. And the IFE wouldn't be the IFE if we didn't have an FDA. Wow, are we initials. <laughs> and so I have wonderful Vicki here. Oh, I'm wonderful? Yes. Okay, I'll accept that. Right. <laughs> Hi, this is Vicki Lester with the National Fastener Distributors Association, and I want to make sure you all know about our Executive Summit in Naples, Florida, coming up November 3rd through the 5th. We have an awesome educational program, and the wonderful folks at Distributors Link Magazine and Aluminum Fasteners are treating us all to a sunset cruise. So I hope you all come to Naples. That sounds very, very good. So how's traffic been here by your booth? It's been awesome. We had a lot of members come by and say hello to us and some new members who were interested. It's all good. That's why we come to trade shows. Perfect. I don't even know where I am. <laughs> I'm here with... Steve Regala from Bradley Coatings. Why are you here, Steve? <laughs> uh, Where here. are we? I'm here to see all of my fastener friends and hopefully uh, make some new friends and get some more business and keep keep going like we've been going here. Yeah. So what's new over at Bradley? Uh, well, we got our, our pre-coat license, so we're applying the pre-coat products now, uh, which is great. We've been trying to get that for quite some time, so we got a lot of good interest in that. Uh, we're also doing a plastisol under the head sealant now. Got two machines for that, and that's running really good. We do black or white. Um, you know, we're doing some uh, other specialty products as well, some like tech stay products. Um, so a lot of new stuff, you know, not just the same old, same old, kind of growing and getting new products. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Let's talk about the walkover. Yeah, you know, it was it was a little bit longer this year. 
Uh, I woke up this morning, and uh, by the time I got here, I was feeling much better. It was that that long of a walk, so I was able to recover on the way over here. Yeah, so that is good. It's a good show this year, I think. Nice talking with you. You too. Thank you. I'm here with... Tyler Salas from Parker Fasteners. And I understand this is your first time to the Vegas show. Yes, ma'am. All right, let's get some impressions. So, first impressions... Uh, the amount of quality that is in the expo itself, it's been a eye-opener for myself. I've been part of the business since I was a teenager, so for me to have an opportunity at the expo, it has uh, not only made uh, my eye for quality better, but uh, overall, um, it has just extremely helped me to be, become a better quality inspector now that I'm actually here in Vegas on the expo. So it's been an honor to be invited. And how about Vegas Strip, first time? Uh, Vegas Strip, uh, it's definitely uh, a wild situation. I did not expect um, what I was going to be able to see. So it was a, uh, how can you say this, an eye booger. So, so. Ah, the sights, the sounds, the smells. That takes me back a little ways, Bry, huh? Feels like we just left the hall hearing all that again, huh? <laughs> um, it might remind you of that, yeah. But this is really going to take you back to the FCH booth, Bry. Fabulous 1871, I'm pretty sure it was, although nobody's quite sure. But we saved the best for last, depending on your perspective, because we've now got this short but highly entertaining montage of Vegemite challenge reactions. And once again, I want to thank you and Lynn for traveling all the way to Australia to get these for our guests and to educate the fastener industry about the true meaning of, hmm, what? I don't know, breakfast in Australia? Yeah, breakfast. Excellence in breakfast. <laughs> Not any other time of the day, I might note, okay? Just breakfast. Or what to do with the waste product from the brewing process. Right, making beer. True. Yeah, which they do a lot of in Australia, I think. Well, I actually learned a little bit. I had to touch of research before the show. And, of course, I was always brought up believing that New Zealanders were convinced that they invented Vegemite and that the Australians just were Johnny-come-latelys. But I found out that was totally wrong. You know, I was misled all my life. Actually, it was developed in Australia by a couple of chemists and um uh, and then they set up the company and manufacturing company and put a branch in New Zealand. Now, I have to say that the Vegemite made in New Zealand and that made in Australia are slightly different. They have different flavours. We'd have to get into a much finer thing to uh, deal with New Zealand Vegemite, which is better, incidentally. <laughs> How did I know? <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> and without further ado, we give you the Vegemite montage. I don't day. see you standing around with a spoon in your hand. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was. Come on, my Yesterday morning, you standing around with a spoon in your hand. I'm not quite at this moment, but I was before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. long before. So you had Vegemite in Australia. I did have Vegemite in Australia. It is not something that I would recommend. That, but you got to try it. You got to try it. It's like yeah. getting on a bicycle. You yeah. got to try it. You got to try it, and then you know, don't you know ever it. touch it again. It's like going, it's like going to Hawaii and, and tasting poi. Yeah. I mean, it's just. Different lifestyles for different folks. You yeah, know? That's, that's true. the way it goes. No. But no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna step in your your beehive over there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Robbie. <laughs> uh, 
All right. I've got Diana here. Rowinski, am I saying that right? Yes. I'm a guest. Diana. For a lot of the um, manufacturers here are the members of our credit association. Okay. So now I'm She's gonna, trying our Vegemite I'm, here. I'm going to so try a, one of these a, little, yes, little a thin, a thin, a thin layer. Coating. Did I do okay with the butter? Yes, you okay. did fabulous with the butter. Okay. All right. Oh, right. Now, go ahead pop and taste. It in the mouth. Mm. Do you like that? Mm-hmm. Do you have any coffee? No. <laughs> I have to send you to another booth. I have to mm. send you. This is really tasty. You like that? Now, thin layer, thin layer. Yes. We have Jake Davis ready to try the wonderful Vegemite. Is that good? Is yes. that enough? Mm-hmm. Thin layer. Don't do it too thick or you'll be sorry. <laughs> All right. And you brought coffee, right? No, no. Oh, okay. But you have water. That's a Bloody Mary. Oh. Uh, Oh, Beacon. By Beacon Faces. So is <laughs> that right. good? Yeah, that go good? ahead. Does Brian need to witness this too? Or? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not bad at all. It's not that it's not that's bad good. at all. So I don't know what I was expecting, but, you know, just the, the stigma that goes yeah. with it. Yeah. It's not good, but it's... It's not that I, bad. Yeah, oh, well, I'm going right. to finish the whole thing. Wow! You can that? go live in Australia. Oh, good, good. And it's got it's got yeah. B vitamins for yes. vitality. Yes, I need that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we have Rosa here from BBI trying Vegemite. She can't contain herself here. In the waiting moments of IF nineteen, Rosa. Let me Hearn tell you why I cannot contain myself. When I was given the Vegemite. It was with a reaction. (laughs) I apologize. (laughs) The Bella's made you eat it. So, okay, so is this the ingredients? It's Mm -hmm. toast with butter butter and and Vegemite. Vegemite. Okay, so do you always have to have butter on the Vegemite? Oh, you do. And you'll understand. So I didn't understand that. It helps kill the flavor. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so I have to mix it sort of together. If you have it by itself, it's rather awful. Okay, then maybe this is why I had a different experience. Let's go. Well, the butter helps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, thank you for the experience. <laughs> thank, thank you for taking the Vegemite Challenge, Rosa. <laughs> right, yeah. Yes. Now, Lynn's been doing the majority of the Vegemite Challenges here at IFE 19. And Carmen, you strolled up to the booth here in the waning minutes of the show, and you took the Vegemite Challenge. Your reactions, please. I can eat it. Tastes good, if it's good for you. I, it's made in Australia. What could be bad about that? You know, Australians make great food. It's fortified with B vitamins, they say. How are, how are your thiamine levels? I don't know. I've never checked them, but... I'm sure they're better now. They, they might be. I want another one. Can I have more, please? <laughs> another one, sir? That's what we're here for. Another Vegemite Challenge contestant. Good to see you this week, man. Eric. Thanks, Eric. Need fasteners? 
fully threaded radio listeners know that Stellfast offers over 12,000 fastener items direct from stock, including bolts, cap screws, nuts, screws, and washers in a variety of finishes. Per print, specials, and standards, Stellfast has been a global sourcing leader since 1972. As an ISO-certified supplier with facilities across North America and Asia, each member of the Stellfast team is dedicated to supporting fastener distributors with the highest quality products and service possible. That's why the motto remains, for service you deserve and people you trust, it's Stellfast. BTM Manufacturing is a domestic ISO 9001 manufacturer of threaded fasteners and bent wire products. From anchor bolts to studs to U-bolts, BTM is committed to making your per-print special with the highest quality standards while meeting your on-time delivery schedule. Since BTM began in 1961, this family-owned business has remained focused on providing exceptional service to their customers. Centrally located in Kansas City, Missouri, BTM recently expanded into a 100,000 square foot facility, which allows for the production and manufacture of many projects simultaneously, both large and small quantity. BTM's website at btm-mfg.com allows you to submit custom quotes quickly and easily, and once you do, a BTM team member will contact you as soon as possible to discuss your needs. Are you ready to get started? BTM is. Visit www.btm-mfg.com today. I know my customer's yearly usage, but I don't have the warehouse space to store it. Solution Man can submit a blanket order and I'll not only set up release dates, I'll offer you bulk pricing too. Visit the Solution Industries website for details at solutionind.com. You're my fastener superhero. Just doing my job, ma'am. S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N, S-O-L-U-T-I-O. Solution Industries. We are Solution. This is a Traveling Salesman at Fastener Talk, fastenerblog.net, and you're listening to Fully Threaded Radio. Well, Brian, with that last montage, I think for the moment, even though you're going to maintain your breakfast schedule as usual, I think we've heard enough about the happy little yellow package for now, don't you, <laughs> on the podcast? You, you might have heard enough, actually. <laughs> Not me. But I just want to mention another yellow package that was sitting on our booth when we arrived on Tuesday to set it all up. And I looked at this thing. It was left there by Bryce Campbell of Bryce Fastener. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> it was this... Yellow plastic thing that was like, um, I know, it's one of these things that's a gravity well um, where you slide or roll a, a quarter down a path and it, and it goes into this funnel-shaped parabolic thing and it gets faster and faster as it goes down further into it. So it's very much in keeping with his gravitational attraction thing. It's very good. Yeah, in some way it represents the vortex swirling around a black hole. <laughs> from which there's no escape, a singularity representing what? I guess the rexativity. Rexativity. Go back to episode 143, everybody. But 
Right now, we're going to close down episode 144 by thanking everybody who participated in our montage, whether they were willing or not. <laughs> I think you you got the idea, everybody. I mean, we had a few folks we had to kind of drag over to the table, but uh, I think it worked out well and everybody learned something. Yeah, there's a little bit of fear associated with having my microphone stuck in front of your face, okay? We understand that. Yeah, especially when you're confronted with a blob of brown stuff on a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. We'd also like to thank our sponsors. The title sponsors of Fully Threaded Radio are Stellfast, for service you deserve and people you trust. Stellfast and Brighton Best International. Tested, tried, and true. Plus, they have a great cocktail party with amazing prime rib. I was going to say <laughs> that. That was a very welcome little piece of meat to eat at the end of the show on day one. It was very nice. Put on by BBI. Fully Threaded is also sponsored by Buckeye Fasteners, BTM Manufacturing, Eurolink Fastener Supply Service, Fastener Technology International, InSQL Software, ND Industries, Parker Fasteners, The Worth Group, Volt Industrial Plastics, and Solution Industries. Home of Solution Man. The whole Solution team was looking sharp as always. Hey, everyone, get with us. Let us know what you think of the podcast. If you have ideas, comments, questions, the email address, ftr at fullythreaded.com, the Twitter handle, fullythreaded. And just so we can remind you once more at the very end of the show, there is a connection between Fully Threaded and Fastener's Clearinghouse, okay? Surprisingly. And we're the connection. We never get tired of passing that message out, although we would appreciate it if you'd get out to FCH Sourcing Network whenever the need comes up to find a hard-to-find fastener inventory item, fastenersclearinghouse.com. So we've been talking about the Vegas show for the whole episode, obviously, Pry, or predominantly, we've been talking about it. And uh, I have one other piece of fastener show news to pass along to everybody before we get out of here. Got an email here from the International Fastener Show China. That's happening June 22nd through the 24th, 2020. We've got a little section of the copy from that email I'll read out right now, in case you're interested in heading over there. Never know what could happen with the negotiations between now and then, Bray. No, you're right. <laughs> IFS China to be an honest fastener show. International Fastener Show China absolutely covers 42,000 square meters with government permission and will attract 800 fastener companies exhibiting during three-day shows. Honestly, IFS China is promoted, basing on the fact, but other fastener expos in Shanghai lie about the scale and exhibitor number. Fastener Show China, June 22nd through the 24th, 2020. Okay. I'm not sure it's quite my time yet to go to a fastener show in China, but someday I will, okay? Well, you know a lot about horrendous snack foods, so... I don't know anything about... Her. I know I know a lot about very, very good snack foods, but not horrendous ones, okay? <laughs> well, the shows are great for meeting your friends, your fastener friends and associates, and we all know this. Thanks to all of you who stopped by the FCH booth. Absolutely. Whether you tried the Vegemite or not, we had a great time meeting you all. like to say also, this is from the heart, that we really do appreciate it when you share with us how you feel about the podcast or if you've made some sales with the network that really makes it all worth it for Brian and me. One thing we'd like to say is that one of our good buddies, 
from the industry, a lot of you know, had a little bit of a hardship befall him the night before the show. Actually, it was right after Monday Night Football. He went out there early to Vegas to watch the Browns and afterwards wound up in the hospital with a pretty serious heart-related issue. And uh, Don Shan, we were thinking about you the whole time. Glad to hear that earlier this week, after a procedure in Vegas, you were able to fly home and now you're safely back in Ohio. We're thinking about you. The road back will be long, but you'll do it. Yep. Lots of people are thinking and very positive things for you, mate. Okay. Yeah, he might be going to the China show, Brian. <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> Probably not. But who knows? People in the audience might be. And if so, well, we'll. I guess talk about it down the road, but not this time because we're going to put this episode of Fully Threaded Radio in the can, along with a few Vegemite samples, right, Bray? I've got some <laughs> left. I do have some left. Sure do appreciate you listening in, everybody. For Brian Musker, this is Eric Dudas. Get out there, sell some screws. Savor the flavor. <laughs> Till next time, folks. We'll talk to you next time. Fully Threaded Radio is a production of Fastener's Clearinghouse. Music provided by Audionautics. I'm here with... John Riddell. From Solution. And John, what do you have to tell me? Perfect. So if you go to the website, it has Solution Strong, which is the tattoo on my back. <laughs> it's radio. All right, second day of IFE, and I'm here with... Wayne Wishnew, XL Screw Corporation. Jake Davis, BTM Manufacturing. So how's it going in Vegas? Uh, yesterday for us was the morning was one of the best mornings we've had. So wow, just the great. traffic was uh, great, really busy. Um certainly slowed down in the afternoon but all overall a great day same thing for us the morning was busy after lunch it got real quiet but uh got some new leads so it was good we're hoping today's a little bit better than in the past so we'll see what happens the best highlight so far for me it was the vegemite oh there you go and yeah. i would encourage wayne, wayne to try that uh, this for, afternoon for today. me it was seeing jake yeah. so that's I my have, highlight i should have said that well Thank yeah you. if you were any kind of a friend you might have said that but that's okay